Hey, yo, shout out to Talking Shit Podcast with Ethan G. Keep killing it, boss. Yes, thank you, friend of the show, KSI, for that lovely introduction. Yes, this is the Talking Shit Podcast. This is the first official episode and thank you for those who listened to the first kind of teaser pilot episode. I really love the support I got off that, off my friends, family, anyone else that listened to it. Really appreciate it. Um, so this first episode's a little different. I did a podcast with Nixon Talks. A great podcast. Really recommend you check it out at nixontalks.com. We just chatted for about an hour about anything and everything, and I've just grabbed a few little clips off that, where we just chat about uh, wrestling, Brock Lesnar, and Mia Khalifa, just for a bit of diversity. Um, yeah, so next week, i um, hoping to release two episodes about a preview of the Royal Rumble with a good friend of the show, Bailey, and also a review of the group stages of the Asian Cup with a preview of the round of 16 coming up and hopefully Australia's endeavours to win again the Asian Cup so yeah I hope you guys enjoy this um follow the socials at talkingshit.podcast and talkingshitpodcast on SoundCloud thank you Man, I remember I was into wrestling many years ago. I know everyone's got sort of their, you know, uh, yeah, wrestling was good when I was watching it, but I've had my phase, I mean, I've had my phases from the mid-90s with the the Monday Night Wars with WCW and WWF at the time, and and then I've gone through the attitude, I've gone through the whole rebranding of WWE, I've I've seen The Rock come and go and, you know, do what he's doing now, (laughs) I've seen, uh, you know, tragedies as well, I remember when Eddie Guerrero died, I remember the whole Bret Hart thing, and, uh, not Bret, sorry, Owen Hart, you know, at the, um, pay-per-views and stuff and you know it, it is still good i mean i haven't watched it in ages man what's been happening like who's still sticking around i, I know triple h is sort of it's, manager or something like what's going on yeah it's it's weird it's you know it's back in a weird phase now between it's it's odd it's really weird it's been pretty pretty shit you look at the it's been overtaken by they have in if you put it in say football terms you've got the premier league your lower leagues and so forth so say the championship the championship version now of wwe this is just in wwe ranks is nxt now it used to be just a developmental brand and it still kind of is but now it's at the point where that brand has now taken over in popularity over the top brand so the top brand's still very kid-friendly pg era can't obviously do what they used to anymore and nxt's kind of pushing the boundaries a bit but it's i think it's gone away from the gimmicks and the you know the infamous promos now to general wrestling ability and i think people are really enjoying the aspect of not just this guy can talk yeah that's good but this guy can talk and he can wrestle and he's really good at it and i think that's what i've enjoyed now that i'm older now that i really enjoy the actual physical wrestling aspect of it all and what really makes a big wrestler so really that nxt brand which is run by triple h 
So he actually runs it all, gets the talent in, works out the matches, all this. And it's just been, it's overtaking the main brand, which is scary, but it's pretty cool to see. So, so when I remember watching WWE, probably the last time I watched it properly was maybe, oh, maybe close to maybe eight years ago, perhaps maybe early 2011, 12, something like that. I think I can't even remember who was yeah. who was there back then. But even then, still, like it didn't have the same gloss that I remember it having. It was all mostly vocal promos, and you know who could speak the mm. speak the you know the best, who could sell the the drama the best, and all these sorts of things. And then I've got like classic mm. DVDs of The Rock and Triple H and Undertaker, and you know the best of Monday Night Raw and all these other things. And then I look at them every now and again. I think to myself man things have changed a lot you used to have the rock making sexual jokes and innuendos and dx the original mm, dx yeah. would be doing their dumb shit in the background and doing all sorts of weird <laughs> yeah. crap you know sean michaels triple h would be doing whatever they're doing and you just don't get that anymore and i think it sort of changes with the um the uh the the culture at the moment now as well with everything being very pc and you, you can't do this you got to tread lightly here and there which you listen to me you know that to me that's sort of like all bullshit i mean yeah. i get that there are there are sort of uh, boundaries you need to stick to you don't overstep it but i mean for the most part um, you're not going to see the rock you know saying uh, or, or coming out of a change room with no towel on and you can't see that he's got no towel on but you get the impression he's got yeah. no towel on yeah. and then he looks at the um the the female wrestler whatever and he says oh you like what the rock's packing don't you or something like that like you're not going to see that anymore mm. man no i just it's good as to see i just don't think there's at, at the time and now i just don't i feel like there's not the characters anymore that could portray that and i'm i'm happy in a sense because i like i like those memories of the rocks doing this you know stone cold doing this oh look i, I don't want to see it fabricated and molded in i like enjoying it for what it what it was really but you know in now definitely with women in the wwe now everything's centered around not centered around them but it's like the emphasis on this they called it the women's revolution and now it's like it's crazy how women's wrestling's gone from what was kind of a joke kind of thing and is now it's kind of weaving through the pc without going you know pushing them as you know, nah, men can't do this. The women are going to do this. It's kind of, it's taken its time mm-hmm. and controversies. But the women's wrestling right now in WWE is, it's, I honestly, I want to say it's better than the men's at the moment. And that's physical wrestling. Like promos aside, everything, they're generally a better wrestlers than half the blokes there at the moment. And it's looking like shaping up that it could be potentially WrestleMania, you know, the penultimate, the big, big fucking... <laughs> big event is looking could be headlined by a two women match hey. with more likely ronda rousey which is pretty huge that's right she went to the uh, wwe and just before i go into that sort of like uh, ufc fighters and things like that going between and back and forth and whatever i mean it's good hmm. to see finally like the women really get into it and get the spotlight because when i was watching it you had um uh, trish stratus you had um stacy keebler hmm. Uh, you had um, what was her name? Um, Edges, Mrs. Um, oh, oh, Lita, Lita. Thank you. Yeah, like uh, she was 
a crazy motherfucking bitch, man. I mean, she would jump off ladders and she would just literally get (laughs) into anything, man. She would be like the ultimate daredevil. And that's what I'd I'd like to see, like, you know, full on action rather than just, you know, running and and stopping pretty much just before impacted and giving like a half-assed, you know, forearm to the face or something. Like some women just really get into it, man. And that's what we want to see. We want to believe, we want to be sold that we are seeing uh, a proper fight exactly. and by all means ronda rousey coming into it now man i mean that speaks volumes it's all, sort mm. of like kurt angle he won the gold in the olympics in atlanta and then he ends up going to mm. the wwf at the time and the guy is pure wrestler all technique and he had to learn mm. done it with a broken yeah neck. he had to learn how to sell broken his promos neck. and things at the time man and and that guy still i think he's one of the most underrated you know you know, we say sports entertainers, but ultimately wrestlers, even in WWE, because he was a proper actual wrestler. Yeah, he was. He's the real deal. He's with him and arguably Brock Lesnar, the two of the real deals. They really are. So speaking of Ronda Rousey making it through, I mean Brock Lesnar, he's come and gone as well, in and out of the uh, UFC. Where is he now? Because I actually don't pay attention to most of this stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, this is... See, it's the it's the hot topic, and I think a lot of... Between UFC and WWE fans is what he's doing. It's So he holds what is the universal title, or the WWE title, is what most people would know it as. And he's, he's held it for a long, long time. And he's... No, really, no one knows what he's doing. He's chasing the money. It's sometimes morally a lot of people look down on it, but he's smart. He's chasing the money. He'll go where the money is. If Dana White offers him triple what WWE's offering him, he'll drop WWE like that and go over there. So he's still contracted with WWE, but no one knows his movements in the UFC. Dana White's kept it under rats, under wraps he was he was looking like he was going to fight daniel cormier mm-hmm. the light heavyweight and heavyweight champion but now that john jones come back and he won there's really no one knows what's happening and i i just yeah it's unpredictable at the moment if lesnar will fight again i think he will this year you'll fight in the ufc again but it's a matter of when and where no one knows. Yeah, right. It's one of those things that, because I see him every now and again, I'm like, he's there, he's not there, he's there, he's not there. Like, where? Wh-? Mm. So that must be just it, really, just chasing the money. It's like, you know, they'll say, hey, we'll offer you this many million, come do this. No, we'll offer you this much million, come do this. And he just literally goes between, you know, chasing the big dollars, looking for that big pay packet, which, I mean, I imagine as a fan and as a punter, you get a little bit frustrated. You want them to stick to a particular you know sport and and just be there and just progress through that wouldn't you yeah oh 100 and that's the pet peeve i think the majority of wwe fans is that he he gets he gets pinned the title he gets the put this big title that's somewhat now everyone's a lot of people are like what's the point he wrestled i think no more than six times last year for the whole year and hold the to- held the title mm. for majority of the year and it's yeah he basically he's getting paid more than what a lot of those people on the roster are to do one two fights because i think what i definitely think vince mcmahon thinks and a lot of other higher ups in the company think is that he's a big money attraction everyone wants to see brock lesnar they do to an extent but they've overused it it's old everyone's like okay whatever it's brock lesnar he's just gonna either take all punishment and then win at the end or he's just gonna absolutely obliterate someone everyone's like whatever it's until they switch something up with him i don't know i just yeah i don't know 
don't know what's going to happen with him in the next six months. He could be in UFC, could stay put in WWE. I don't think anyone knows. Uh, it's one of those things like a revolving door, man. You, you're here one day, you're gone the next, and exactly. then you're back again trying to get back into it. And like I said, man, that'd be frustrating to the to the viewers and to the punters because they're sort of like playing you know who's gonna you know fill my pockets up the most and dana white as well he's no slouch i think sooner or later he might crack it and Mm. say you're you're an attraction but i can see what you're doing you're chasing the money and then it it could be a case of where he'll just be left out and say well you know you fucked me over way too many times you know you're not coming back anymore Selections. Three great selections. I think uh, the best bit was the uh, the uh, the joke. Um, what was it? Aaron Moy was like the last one, and because they had the uh, the porn star with the shaved head, what's his name, Johnny or something. Um, <laughs> Johnny, yeah, Sims. that's him. They they put him as uh, <laughs> as Aaron Moy in there, and it's like, oh, that's some funny shit, man. But yeah, it, it's good humor to see that sort of thing going on there. I mean. I mean, I, I took a bit of an, not an issue, but I sort of like face palmed and like cringed. She took a photo it at is. the, um, at the, uh, the Olympic stadium with the, before the West Ham Arsenal game. And, you know, mm. she took a normal looking photo and then she's just opened up her blouse to show her, her cleavage on her tits. And I'm just yeah. like, why can't you yeah. just take a normal fucking photo? We know who you are. <laughs> We've seen you take dick that many times. We know exactly what you used to do as a profession just take a normal photo there was no point in having the tits out like that that just annoyed me like i'm just like why you just look dumb yeah and it's funny i was um watching true geordie who i'm um again love his podcast he was talking on one of his videos they were he was actually going to get her on the podcast and he was um looking forward to it everything was going well but then between their emails or whatever setting them up his manager said they're not to talk about a porn career and he's gone you know well the fuck not <laughs> this is this is why she's here this is who she is no doesn't want to talk about it she's here to talk sports and he just refused to he's like she hasn't played sport i wouldn't say she's a professional pundit he's like i, I don't want to waste my time yeah. and i just thought that was a bit a bit baffling to think why it's it's odd we'll see that 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 leads into a bit of a tricky thing there because I, I know the true Jordan. He's funny. I do like his takes. I'm, I used to, I haven't watched this stuff in a while, but I remember he would do like a half hour on just like an overall review of the Premier League and things like that. And he'd always go with Newcastle, you know, fuck, fuck my, uh, Mike Ashley and all this sort of shit and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, you know, and that guy's just exploded lately. I mean, that guy's got some proper backing right. behind him now. He does some big things on his channel. Sponsored by Ladbrokes now. He does the it's the kickoff, so it's like a live companion to you know whatever big games on, and he's hit over what 1.5 million, 1.5 million subs. He did something like 600k in a month around the whole KSI Logan Paul time with that because he was heavily involved in that. And oh yeah, he skyrocketed, absolute skyrocket. No, I got his quality. I highly recommend people check him out as well. And uh, and speaking of that, I mean also. Um, I want to move on to something else, but just going back to that, how you said he wanted to have me a Khalifa on there, but they said, no, no talking about my porn career. I want to talk about, about sports and whatever. And like you said, she, she's not a pundit. She's She's got no real, like, maybe she does, maybe she doesn't. I'm not too sure. But this sort of reminds me of the um, the time where someone said something on, on uh, a Twitter, wherever it was, and, and Ryan Babel got involved. And if you remember, he said... Um, 
uh, you know, you you don't know football, you just have like a pair of tits or something like that. That's what Ryan Babel said at the time. And then a lot of women said, well, hang on a second, I've got a pair of tits and I know football and things like that. And I think that's probably where he people probably said well you know you can't really go down that that path because you, you need to be sort of fair and, and speak to him. maybe he doesn't want to talk to him in that sense maybe he literally just wanted to talk about a porn career maybe they would have gone into sports and your favorite teams and whatever but realistically i don't think he would have actually cared to actually have a proper conversation with her so whether that's a good thing or a bad thing i'm not i'm not sure i'm, I'm not yeah. making the call there but i can see his point of view but then i can also see her point of view as well saying that's past me that's mm. in the that's in the past i'm not talking about that anymore yeah exactly yeah okay oh, i can see where you're coming from there it was because i believe i don't know the reasoning why she was over there i believe it was a because she's sponsored by a lot of betting companies i believe over in the states with all the hockey and the foot hockey and football i'm pretty sure that's what i heard around the around the rings that that's what she does now so if that was some kind of promotional kind of thing i'm no clue <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. I, I know, obviously, she's well known. I mean, the trademark, you know, pigtails and the and the big glasses, you know, of course, the rack as well. You can't forget the rack because it's quite obvious, even when she's taking photos mm-hmm. in front of inside the Olympic Stadium when she really didn't have to. But you know, I've already had my my complaint about that there. Yeah, you know, so yeah, she's well known. Obviously, going to male dominated, you know, sports, you're gonna know the males straight away. Going to be like, oh, there's me, and the women are going to be like, who the hell is that? And then. You know, it's catch twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> it's a catch twenty two. Do you say you know her or you don't know her? Because if you say, oh, I know who she is, she's a porn star. Oh, you watch porn, do you? Or you say, oh, I don't know who she is. Huh? What are you? Are you gay? Sort of a thing. Like what? You don't know who she is. Yeah. You know, it, it's a tough one. Guys do like to joke around like that as well. Women as well, they get into it too. You got to give credit where credit's due. They do like to um to get into it. Everything is on point. Crabs are looking Gucci. Sharp is all I want until it suits me. Everything is on point. Show the ground for how I'm living. Can't complain on how my people win. Everything is on point. Yeah, my Gigi looking glorious. If I die, I know I'll be.